You're listening to The Tales We Tell, a podcast about spooky stories, unsolved mysteries, and local lore. I'm your host, Hannah Parch. And I'm Katie. Welcome back! Yay! This is a Sunday fun day for sure. I know! Lots of goodies. And we haven't even, like, chit-chatted. Mm. We, like, you got here, Kelly did a runaround. Well, she struggled to find a sock for me. She did, to be fair. God bless her. And... I think she was overwhelmed by, you know, you have gifts, I have gifts. I and she's like, oh crap, I'm not prepared. Where's my gift? A lot's been going on in the house. She's, like, very confused by everything. Um, yeah, so where should we start? We should probably start with your birthday presents since they're so <laughs> belated. I blame Etsy. Okay, that's fine. We can do that. No, I, d- I don't. The, <laughs> I don't blame like the small business owners. I don't blame the creators on there for my last minute shopping. Fair, fair, fair. Well, thank you. You did not have to get me anything at all. There's two things and then like a third just accessory thing. Two things and an accessory. It's attached to the one thing. Isn't opening presents on audio fun for everyone? Delightful. Yeah, I was lazy and I didn't unwrap and then rewrap. I just put tissue paper around the shipping box. Totes. Because it was already wrapped in there. Ooh. I love! <laughs> okay, let me describe to everyone. It is a skinny... Are these still called tumblers? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a skinny tumbler that is black. So it'll fit in all the cup holders. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has my name on it. And it also has sunflowers, which are my favorite. Eee! Thank you. I remember you asking me about sunflowers. Well, I kept finding, like, a couple of different options. And there was some that, there was, like, some, like, bird feeders and stuff. I'm like, that's really cool. But it was, like... And here's an olive hair. Actually, I don't think that's an olive hair. I think that's the creator's hair. (gasps) Oh. Or the creator's pet hair. Oh. I'll I'll put that in the review. Wow, the creator looks like a a short-haired dog. Domestic long-haired cat. (laughs) Oh, this is beautiful. Thank you so much. I love. I'm going to be drinking uh, whiskey lemonades out of this. That's literally what I thought of when I bought it. I was like, oh, this will be perfect for whiskey lemonades. And guess what I'm going to be drinking when you leave here? Whiskey lemonade. I'm pending how much wine I drink. Yeah, because that this, was a full pour thanks to I you. I know. Good grief. <gasps> Ooh. Okay, so there's the accessory in the front you'll see. The accessory is just a print. The accessory is a picture of me and Critter, my best friend. I love this. This is beautiful. So that's an art print that I found on Etsy uh, forever ago, about the same time that we started this podcast. Yeah. And I've just had it saved in my favorites for years. Um, But it's essentially us. I think it's like tea and tarot is what the the name of the print is called. And like you're like the redhead Mm -hmm. and I'm the darker haired one. So yeah. It's just a bunch of gals having tea telling spooky stories around some tarot cards. With some candles. and We gotta get a crystal ball for here. Or like something. I had one but my husband broke it. Because he breaks all of my things. That's, that's why well, you what can't he have does. nice things. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna confuse lots of people. I'm gonna frame this, obviously. 
Yeah, I just confuse more people with my pictures of random babies. <laughs> Someone asked me, they're like, who's that baby that was all over um, your desk? And I was like, um, that was my nephew. <laughs> I was like, so sorry, not mine. Thank you so much. This is beautiful. I'm trying I to... thought you'd appreciate more art. I think I'm going to put it up there. Yeah. A nice blank spot on my wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I ordered it. And then you hung up these guys, finally. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, that would have been a good spot for it. <laughs> yeah, but now there's a nice blank now there spot. Is a spot. Yeah, spot perfect. There, yeah. And uh, those didn't get official frames because uh, frames for things that large are expensive. So um, Yeah, and it's like a funky dimension. So you've got to, like, not necessarily yeah. custom order, but you've got to, like, order it. You can't just yeah. go to Target. Yeah, and especially the, the bird one was hard to mm-hmm. find. So... Well, thank you. You're welcome. Very nice. Just little goodies. Um, do you want to open yours before you open your nostalgia? Yeah. Mis- your, your box? Yeah. This, this is, is your... for Critter. Yes. This was the obligatory I went to TJ Maxx by myself so no one could stop me from going in the... No supervision. <laughs> no one could stop me from going in the baby section. And this just screamed Critter. <gasps> it does. We do not have... This is perfect. Oh, Good. So it's a uh, very hungry caterpillar, little teething thing, but it's the kind that you stick in the freezer, I think, right? Yeah, or yeah. the fridge or something. Yeah, because we have one, mm-hmm. but we have one with Cookie mm. Monster on it that somebody gave us, and he has been loving it. Oh, good. So this is going to be fantastic. Yeah, it's a little very hungry caterpillar teether. Yeah. I'm, holding it, his... I'm holding it out to show <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> to show. Like, I'm displaying to, I'm, I'm telling and you the know, mic. And, you know, I thought, too, when you said you got stuff, I was like, you know, even if she did get the same thing, I'm positive I having could... more than one is not going to be a bad thing. Backups so. are awesome. His poor little mouth, I thought, might appreciate it. Yeah, and our poor ears while he's screaming. <laughs> he is still baby. an angel possessed by a demon sometimes. He goes Ugh. from being all happy smiles to <laughs> screaming bloody murder. <laughs> oh. Okay, what's in your fun box? All right. So, let's start with this one. Okay. This is my superintendent's award. Ooh! Uh, when the, did you get that? This is uh, for having achieved all A's. Okay. Uh, during the 1996 to 1997 spring semester. Wow, all it, that's actually very impressive. So 96 to 97. And so since this is from uh, the Jefferson Parish Public School System, this is uh, prior to fourth grade. So this is first through third grade, somewhere in that range. Okay. No, I don't remember what year was what. Um. That's but. a that, good good for you. It's like early dean's list. Oh, this looks sad. Oh no. Oh yeah, this is a sympathy card from the vet's hospital. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is me and <gasps> my dog Maggie. Oh my god. So she was. We used to joke that she was my big sister. Because they had her first. Kind of like oh how gosh. Jory and Olive are Critter's big brother and big sister. Um, and so this was from the vet after we had to put her to sleep. They oh my sent, gosh. They okay. sent a card and a picture. Not going to read that. Sorry. I mean, I already did read it and regret that. Well, this is a card that might cheer you up. Okay. I think this is a card okay. from my very first Valentine's Some Day. Some kind of dust fell off of that. God only knows. Just some asbestos is fine. Oh, does it move? I think it moves, yeah. Maybe. Who sent that to you? Oh, yeah. Your very first Valentine's Day. Uh-oh. Okay. 
<laughs> Bunny is making some shifty <laughs> suggestive eyes. eyes. We got shifty eyes. Shifty eyes for your first Valentine's Day. Yep. Uh, hi, baby. <laughs> well, this is actually printed on the card. So. Okay, okay. I get also that it it says for your first, so like I'm assuming this is like the first Valentine's Day you were alive. Yeah, this is when I was what eight months old. Okay, so it's not like. It just feels weird. It's not like this is the first Valentine's no. Day card five you ever received. Old. Five months old. What was that? Backwards math. Holy. Now uh, who's bad at math, Katie? Well, it's funny because Critter and I, one day off, have each other's half birthdays. Mm. So his half birthday is the day after my birthday. Nice. And his birthday is the day after my half birthday. Nice. So that's my, from my grandmother and granddaddy. That's sweet. Where's, where's Isabel? I know I saw her in here. I'm sorry. Who and what is Isabel? Isabel's my porcelain doll. Oh, God. And I remember looking down and seeing her. She's always doing this. Okay. She's there and then she's not. Stop. Uh, Maybe she's back at the house. No. Here's a journal. Wait a minute. Are we just going to skip over (laughs) Isabel's disappearance? She'll show up. My God. There's a... Lots of... Oh, wow. And there's the first sketch of one of my tattoos. Mm -hmm. And then lots of really just angsty shit in here. Nice. Oh, and then here's a design for a Halloween costume. The year that I was a zipper. (laughs) Hold on. Can I describe that? Would you like to guess how old I was? Ooh. I mean, remember, this had the design for one of my tattoos. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, were you of legal age? Legal for what? Legal for a tattoo? Yes. Okay. Were you... I was in my 20s. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) Well, did you ever make that costume? Yeah, I get pictures. I'll find them. Okay. I think you should... Speaking of pictures... Speaking of... Yeah, that's the thing I could see. This is a calendar from 2018 that my cousin would make for uh, my grandma. These are all my cousins. Oh. And there's like uh, like aunts slash uncles cousins there back in the day. Nice. Um, I like that like, everyone's labeled. That's nice. Yeah. Let's see. Let me see if I can find one with I me like in it. See. But that little collie. Yeah, these are pictures from all years, not just there's there's me. Oh Katie. You had such blonde hair. Oh my gosh, you were so tan too. Yes. Good grief. So there's that. High uh, quality. What's in that plastic bag? I'm suspicious of that. I don't know. I'm suspicious of this whole box, man. I'm suspicious of Isabel who I swear she was in here. Uh-huh. I don't know. I didn't look closely when I left, so she might be back at home. Oh, Oh, this is addressed to my mom. Aw, these are little notes from her grandparents, Papa and Mimi. Ooh. This one is actually from her birthday. Oh. Huh. This is little cards written, or at least that one is, written on the back of, like, an info card about the hermit thrush, which is a bird. I don't know how I feel about huh. birds. We do know how you feel about birds. 
I don't love the word thrush, even though I know it's um, a bird. <laughs> okay, so um, Christmas of 1982. You told us that you did not need clothes. This includes both shoes and hose. <laughs> you don't need jewelry, a hanky or a fan, and certainly not dishes, a pot or a pan. But everyone needs money, this for sure, so we hope this piece will help you endure. Oh, oh my gosh. That's so my great-grandparents. Your great-grandparents are f***ing awesome. Money from, money. oh, Fiji. A Fijian dollar. A Fijian dollar. As we all know, is worth. Yeah. Postcards from New Zealand. I mean, they're postcards of New Zealand. Not they're to be filled out. Oh, gotcha. So I can still send them. Lots more goodies from New Zealand. Uh, this looks like a fairy schedule, maybe. <laughs> Southern Rip sure. from a Travel Magazine. <laughs> more postcards. Gross. Did that startle you at first? That, yeah, that looks like the inside of a cave. The inside of something. The Waitamo Caves. On North Island. Okay. Ah, this one is labeled Things of the Past. Okay. For Karen and Katie, but my name is spelled wrong. Ah. Hey, you might find some... Uh, you already found money in I, one of I them, so... I found a Fijian dollar, yep. Yeah. I'm gonna look up how much a Fijian dollar is worth. <laughs> wow. Wow. This is a card, uh, a thank you card. Dear Mimi and Papa, we like your letter very much. Mimi, here are some stamp books for you. I will try writing a little better. I hope you are feeling good. I have put your address in my book. Love, Karen and David. Oh. This is from February 5th, 1964. That's sweet. Another great news. That dollar is worth 47 cents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, yeah, in this little bag here is just random things from the past. Here's a... Let's see... East High Students Plan Fashion Show. Ooh. Yeah. Were you in the fashion show? Uh, would you look at the color of this newspaper? <laughs> and also the students. Oh, yeah. I guess probably not. Yep. I don't oh, know good. why that's in there, but sure. And then... A whole lot more letters, it looks like. Oh, oh, here's one for me. Ooh. Here's another one that has my name on it. We'll look at that one real quick. Alright. This is for the whole fam. <laughs> Did your dad's name Ernest? Yes. What a great name. Ah! This was congratulations on your baby girl. Nice. New baby girl. Yes. Yeah, the old one sucked. <laughs> Threw her out. Yep. Yo. So this is... Which is great. I've kept all of Walker's cards. Maybe this is another, uh, it's got my name on it, but it's not actually for me. <laughs> ah, yep, yep. Granddaughter, you're a joy. 
Whoa. Oh, here. Dear Catherine. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to read this. This is from Granddaddy and Grandmother. Aww. Written days after my birthday. That's pretty cool. All right. Well, thanks, Dad. <clears throat> I'm going to start sending Critter cards in the mail, but I'm going to address them to him. Well, yeah. But they're gonna. It's gonna be like Mr. Walker Hunt. <laughs> That'd be swell. Here's so an anniversary card. Ooh. From my uh, dad to my mom. Aww. So I keep all of my cards and stuff. I've got a box mm -hmm. full of cards, uh, both like birthday and any kind, of, like all of our wedding cards and mm -hmm. everything, baby shower cards. I've kept all of those in a special box. So I come by it honest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's about it. And Isabel somewhere. Yeah, she's right here somewhere. And then here's a Thanksgiving program from the uh, Woods Chapel in Oakdale United Methodist Church from the Thanksgiving, the year I was born. Oh, of course. The fact that it's not crumbling into dust is it's really actually pretty impressive. Good. All right. I think that's enough. Walk through memory lane there. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> this is actually way better than I thought. Because when I saw the, when I saw Isabel and then the calendar and the uh, superintendent's award, I was just like, okay, this will be sure. <laughs> superintendent's award. I definitely I need that. to have that. Oh my um, gosh. But no, the other stuff is actually pretty cool. Oh my gosh. Cool. Well, um, I do have a bunch of announcements. <laughs> Um, so my first big announcement, which you already know, but listeners don't know, is I quit my job. That isn't the announcement I was hoping for. Well. I was hoping for something in that vein. The other announcement that you don't know is that I got a new job. Yay, that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah, so, um, my last day at my old job was Friday. And I don't start my new job until September 1st. So I get a couple weeks to wow. goof off. And uh, <coughs> research and write stories. Yeah, I am, actually. And funny enough, my last week of work, I was, like, insanely productive at home. Like, when I texted you and told you I was, like, finished, I got this thing written, more or less, by, like, Monday. Like, hmm. last Monday. And I was just typing them up on Tuesday. So I'm hoping I can still continue writing this high. Also, I don't know. I'm just uh, super uh, happy and proud of myself. I'm working at, I got the college job that I was going for. So oh, great. Yeah, I interviewed for it. They must have been very impressed with your award. I know. <laughs> I actually think the lady who called it the award was one of the ladies interviewing me. She was very nice. I think she just has one of those voices that like, I don't know. But, like, my interview is Thursday at 12, and Thursday at, like, 3.30, uh, I got a phone call. I got, actually, like, three phone calls in a row before they finally left a message, and I was able to, like, sneak out and call back, and they offered me the job, and I was like, okay! So, so um, yeah, it was very nice that, like, thankfully, just before my last day, I could be like, yes, and I have something else lined up. I'm not just, like, going into the void. And thankfully, it's not too long. It's, what, three weeks that... Yeah, it's, like, two and a half weeks. It's nice. And I honestly, I told my therapist um, right when I had decided to quit my job, I was like, it'd be really nice if I could find something that just, like, 
didn't start until September <laughs> so that I can have some time off. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened. So Yeah, mental downtime. Yeah. Well, um, awesome. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. So I've been celebrating all weekend. Um, so I'm celebrating now with wine and with cookies. And, and later with whiskey lemonades. Later with whiskey lemonades. And yeah. Um, I have two shout-outs. Uh, well, I have one shout-out and one. I was going to read a quick, um, our patron slash listener, Amanda, commented on our Melonheads episode about her own crybaby bridge story. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said, um, our crybaby bridge story is a school bus slid off the bridge. We put baby powder on the bumper and park on the bridge in neutral and children will push you to safety and handprints will appear in the baby powder. And I feel like I have either seen that on TV or heard it. Hmm. And I don't know if there's one, like, in our state. Anyways, thank you for sharing that, Amanda. And I have not looked ours up. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I want to find it and go do it, kind of. Listen, I got two weeks to, let me tell you, goof Mm -hmm. off. My second shout out is to Tony, our friend, who finally got caught up. He like binged all of our episodes and, um, I'm not even caught up. Listen, a lot of people aren't and it's totally fine. I mean, he wasn't like super behind, but he was Mm -hmm. not like, uh, not up to date, not up to date. And he caught up super fast and I'm just like always very excited when I hear that. Um, also I just, a. I am going to say officially met his wife because I feel like I've met her a bunch of times, but like not officially. And she is just like very lovely. So (laughs) hi, Tony. And hi, Jamie. And thank you again for listening. Um, And yeah. And then my next announcement says, uh, Katie, what are our socials? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, if you want to see any pictures from this episode or maybe some of the goodies that we've talked about. Uh, you can check out our Instagram and Facebook at the Tales We Tell podcast if you want to see pictures, but don't do the social media thing. You can go to our website, thetaleswetellpodcast.com. All of our photos can be found there as well. Uh, and if you want to support us, get yourself some sweet, sweet swag, you can go to redbubble.com, search the Tales We Tell. Or if you want to support us and you don't need the stuff, you can go to patreon.com, become a patron. Search the tales we tell. You get early access to all of our episodes, um, some bonus content, some stickers, love notes, and as always, our undying love and affection. Yay! Story time! I have a confession to make to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so the cookies and the gift were... Um, Was this more like poison from last time and now you're going to turn me into tea cakes and soap? <laughs> No, but they were more of like a, like a, um, like an apology uh, ahead of time. Um, How many dead children are we talking? Listen, I accidentally picked a story where two babies get murdered. And I'm sorry, I didn't do it on purpose, but there are two baby murders in this one. So there's a little content warning. But look, I made you some cookies. When I, uh, texted you, I was, I told, um... I was still at the coffee shop, um, and I was telling Aaron, Tony's mm-hmm. brother, <laughs> I was like, 
Uh, I'm bribing Katie with uh, baked goods because I accidentally picked another story about... I accidentally made, like, this month's theme baby murders. (laughs) And I did look for earthquakes in this one. And there were none. There were some in Alaska, I think, but, like, not... This, it doesn't... The story doesn't take place in Alaska. It doesn't. Okay, so... Definitely good that we were recording today and not Thursday when I would have had to bring Critter with us. Oh, yeah. No, I would just be not not good. Not good. (laughs) Not good. Um, Okay, so today I'm going to tell you the story of America's first serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... Killers with a Z. (laughs) Yeah, not an S, a Z. Um, so many people might think that H.H. H. Holmes was America's first serial killer. That's incorrect. Nope. Do you know who America's first serial killer is or were? I might, but I, I probably wouldn't be able to think of it. Okay. Well. H.H. H. Holmes was just like the first like glorified one. one. Yeah, probably. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about the Harp Brothers. Okay, no, I don't know that one, I don't think. Okay, so Micaiah Harp, which, by the way, his name is spelled M-I-C-A-J-A-H. And so literally the entire time I was writing my notes, I was just saying his name, Micah (laughs) which I knew couldn't be right. And I was just too lazy to look it up. It's Micaiah. It's spelled Micaja. He was known as Big Harp because he was older. But he was also born allegedly named Joshua Harper sometime around 1748. And then Wiley Harp, a.k.a. can you guess? Little Harp. Little Harp was born William Harper sometime around 1750. Um, And I will go ahead and say it is kind of hard to differentiate between what is fact and what is legend but we're just gonna go with what i got here okay okay we'll just say allegedly allegedly yeah (laughs) so they were either born in orange county north carolina to scottish immigrant parents or they were born in scotland and immigrated (laughs) To North Carolina in 1759 or 1769. I definitely wrote 1569. That's not right. Um, 200 years ago. <laughs> and they were either brothers or first cousins. But they were close. And they were close enough that people assumed that they were brothers. And I will go ahead and point out that my family also came from Scotland to North Carolina um, and I'm I, hoping that that's where the similarities end. As with Are you distant harp? Not that I know of. <laughs> I have not seen that in my family history. So I'm to go back and check the 23. And maybe, <sighs> maybe I won't let Critter come around anymore. Hey. Awesome. All right. So Micaiah slash Big slash Joshua was described as uh, six feet tall as an adult, obviously. Um, robust and full-faced, much like a good pasta sauce. Yep. <laughs> Had 
having an, quote, ill-looking downcast countenance, which I have no idea what that means, and short black hair that was maybe curly and came down longer on his forehead, which I feel like either means he had a short forehead or he had, like, a reverse mullet. Like, longer in the front, shorter in the <laughs> Let's go with that one. Yeah, I like that better. I also should tell you, if you didn't figure this out already, you're going to absolutely f***ing hate these two by the end. This is a story of two guys that you're just going to really hate. Yeah, probably. Wiley slash Little slash William um, <laughs> was smaller than Micaiah. Shocker. He had, quote, a meager face, which I think is probably a really mean way to describe someone's face or like an insulting way. He had short, possibly wavy hair. It was described as less curly than Micaiah's. Um, His hair was either black or red. Okay. He also had a downcast... Or purple. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Either one of those. Um, He also had a, quote, downcast countenance. Allegedly, he looked older than Micaiah, which I don't know what the f*** that means. And he was known to be the smarter of the two. So, Micaiah's not that bright. He's the muscle. Yeah, he's the muscle. Pinky in the brain. Yeah, kind of. Micaiah and Wiley were raised as Calvinists and Tories. I would argue that they didn't really adhere to the Calvinist thing. Um, but Tories uh, meant that they supported the British uh, side of things. Mm-hmm. And allegedly, they witnessed their family members being attacked and lynched by angry patriots. I don't really know if that's true or not. Um, They would later claim that this hostility shown towards their family is what caused them to have such hatred towards patriots and feel like they needed to seek out revenge. To me, that sounds very much like a we're looking for a reason to feel persecuted and feel justified in hurting other people. Because somebody hurt your family members? Yeah. But. I mean, I feel like back in the day, that was kind of how things were. It wasn't so much leave it up to the law as it was an eye for an eye. Yeah. But also, like, we're going to get into the stuff they did, and it's like, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm not not at all defending them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just saying, I'm like, well, yeah. Seems like a reaction that was common for the time. Not a good one. (laughs) Or justified. So, in April or May of 1775, Micaiah and Wiley planned to move to Virginia to find jobs as overseers on slave plantations. Which seems to strike one. Fit their personalities. But this thing called the Revolutionary War happened and it kind of messed up their plans. Excellent. And so, they joined a... Tory rape gang in North Carolina, um, which was a group of loyalists who took advantage of the lawlessness of war and targeted patriot women and properties. And basically, why was that a thing? That rape gang. Um, you know, just because I think people are terrible, yeah, you fair, know, yeah. and just awful. I just. 
that was a thing. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like just this one group of people doing that. Yeah, like that has that been is... a thing in multiple instances throughout yeah. history. And like the thing about the brothers is like like or cousins I, or yeah whatever the fuck they are i sort of understand gangs that will like rob people for money like robin hood and his merry men yeah or even just like robbing people for money for yourself um so gangs yeah that's not what they did they they were not going after people because they wanted money Mm-mm. to support themselves. They, they were, wanted to hurt. They just wanted to hurt people. So the brothers also fought as kind of freelance soldiers for the British, um, which means they weren't really part of the British Army. They just kind of fight for them sometimes. Yeah. Um, and they would steal and kidnap and rape, etc. along the way. And during the war, allegedly... Wiley was stopped from raping a girl by a man named Captain James Wood. And the way that Captain Wood stopped Wiley was by shooting him. And we're not lucky enough that this, like, killed not fatal. him. No. But it stopped him enough from hurting this girl. And so later, to take revenge on Captain Wood, the brothers kidnapped his daughter, Susan along with another girl named Maria Davidson, and they took Susan and Maria as, quote, wives, and essentially just repeatedly raped them. Um, I probably should have given a trigger warning about that, a lot of rape. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, it's not just child murder for you. Yeah, sorry. Um, Stephanie, this isn't a Dante safe episode. Uh, if he's listening, please tell him to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certain she would have turned it off by yeah, now. Yeah, she she sent me a picture uh, a couple weeks ago of him sitting in the yard, like, in a hammock. And she was like, we're listening to your podcast. And he just heard that it was not a Dante safe episode. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> like, to be fair, most of them I wouldn't recommend for kids his age. But he's special and I love him. So, you know, I'll give him some leeway. My last creature feature wasn't bad. Oh, no. Yours are usually fine. Yeah. <laughs> Mine are just... I don't go out looking for child murder. The next one coming up is probably okay. To be fair, I don't go looking for the child murder. Uh, History suggests otherwise. Look at all the number of episodes that have... Okay. So, I will go ahead and tell you, spoiler alert, we are going to get a satisfying ending to this. So, okay. So, uh, Micaiah and Wiley are now traveling with their, quote, wives um, and some other men. And one of the men with them was named Moses Doss. And he, I don't know if he said something or if he did something, but he showed some kind of compassion towards either Susan or Maria um, or some kind of concern for the way they were being uh, treated. And so Wiley and Micaiah killed him, obviously. After the Battle of Yorktown in 1781, a.k.a. the end of the war, and also one of my top three favorite songs in Hamilton, the brothers settled down. What are your other two? Um, I knew you were going to ask that. 
Um, okay. I to be fair, I like Guns and Chips, uh-huh. which is I think right around the same time. And then I like yeah, that's just before yeah that one and Wait for It are my two favorite. I think. Oh. I like um, any of King George's oh, songs, yeah. obviously. <laughs> Those are in a <laughs> realm all to themselves. Yeah, I just I really like the um, the ones where um, Lafayette and uh, um, <gasps> Hamilton. No, <laughs> I like Lafayette's um, rap. Yeah, and then I like um, oh my gosh, why am I forgetting the other guy's name? Oh, the Taylor. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Mulligan. Hercules Mulligan. Good grief. I had to sing the song in my head to get to it. (laughs) I was reading one of my books recently, and one of the characters is a big Hamilton fan, and it was adorable. (laughs) And then his his new boyfriend. He got his boyfriend into Hamilton and everything. It was adorable. That was a good one. That whole series. Read the Bergman Brothers stories, all of them. So good. So good. Jarek, write that down for me, please. Thank you. So the war has ended. The brothers settle down for a while in the Chickamauga, uh, or with the Chickamauga Cherokee people. Chickamauga. Chickamauga. Thank you. Um, and the th- this particular uh, tribe or people had also fought alongside the British, which honestly makes sense. Fair here for that. Whatever. And they uh, were living in Nickajack, Tennessee. And so they would join the Chickamauga Cherokee in raiding white villages. And this is likely where Micaiah developed his preference for using a tomahawk. Gross. For him. Gross. I say that for him because obviously he's using it for like sadistic reasons. I didn't mean that as like, you know. (laughs) I thought you were yucking his (laughs) cultural appropriation. I mean, yes, that too. <laughs> gross cultural appropriation. Gross for him using it for sadistic reasons. Not. No. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for. Y'all get it. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. Oh, I. Sorry, I lied a little bit. Um. Here, have a cookie. They're really good. They're fresh. They are very good. I'm also very full. We went out and had po' boys for lunch right before we came. Sorry, well, that's your own fault. I told you there was going to be baked goods. Okay, while they were living there, Susan and Maria both became pregnant twice, and in each instance, the brothers would kill the children at birth. Okay, anyways, they left Nickajack in 1794, just before an American raid on the village. And they got, like, tipped off, I guess, to the raid, and so they left before that happened. And in 1797, they had settled in a cabin on Beavers Creek near Knoxville. By this time, they had changed their last name from Harper to Harp, because Harper was a common loyalist name in North Carolina, uh, and they probably wanted to, like, disguise their past. They began raising hogs. Wiley married a preacher's daughter named Sarah Rice. Uh, No one said anything about it being, like, a forced marriage so i don't know um and then micaiah legally married susan wood and kept maria as like an unofficial not super secret second wife so now there's like three wives yeah so they like are seeming to have like 
kind of be on the up and up, like living normal lives. Probably not really anyone you want to be friends with, but like living in their cabin. Um, but then they begin stealing livestock and they allegedly stole child brides, forced marriage. We'll let it slide. Livestock <laughs> stealing. Oh, hell no. We're coming for you now. Yeah. So the, thieves, the worst of the worst. <laughs> they, well, now it affects, you know, like a man. So yeah, it affects other white men. So they allegedly stole from a man named Johnson uh, who then confronted them about said thievery at a tavern. And a fight broke out among them, and Johnson ended up stabbing Wiley. Again, just a flesh wound. Um, How many lives does this guy have? <laughs> and so later that night... He really is Wiley. He lives up to the name. He really is. Um, later that night, the brothers waited outside the tavern for Johnson to leave, and when he came out, they jumped him, dragged him into the woods, and killed him. And his body was later found in the river. He had been cut open, disemboweled, and filled with rocks. Yum. Obviously, they had to, like, leave town after that. Um, also, this was kind of, this would become, like, their M.O. was to um, cut Go a- somewhere, steal cattle, <laughs> get in a fight, murder someone, leave them for, you know, leave their body utilized uh, in a river. I was just going to say the the cutting the body up and filling it with rocks and throwing it in the river. Well, they skipped all that pesky livestock thievery. Yeah. Um, well, which I would point out, like, okay, so, like, if you're going to fill someone with rocks and throw them in the river... I think your intent would be, oh, fill them with rocks, throw them in the river. No one will find them because the rocks will cause them to sink. Mm-hmm. After a certain number of bodies that are being found, it's not working mm-hmm. very well, right? Like, it's not a good MO. You got to yeah, change it up. Got to use that chicken wire you told me about. Yep. A couple years ago. I always remembered. <laughs> listen i you kept that, that jarek i kept that piece of you ever catch hannah buying chicken wire you need to buy her some roses clean the house we... i don't know do some other special things just start being on your best behavior i feel like man we really should start a start a little garden and fence it off with some chicken wire to keep kelly out of it no 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 i don't like gardening Okay, so they have to leave town, right? Because they've killed someone. And so they uh, go to Kentucky. Do you mean other than the babies that they've forced their wives to carry and give birth to? Yes. Uh, They have now killed someone. They've Sorry, they've now killed an adult man. A white man. Hmm. Um, Now it matters. Now it matters. Um, So they go to Kentucky and they... Decide that raiding towns and villages is now too risky because the war's over and there's, like, at least some semblance of law. And so they decide to ambush travelers on the roads between Tennessee and Kentucky. So they start doing that. And one morning in the winter of 1798, Micaiah, Wiley, Susan, Maria, and Sarah all walk into a local inn in Kentucky And all three women are very pregnant. 
Are they going to keep the legal wife's <laughs> kid? Uh, well, right, well, wait, we'll see. Wait, we'll see. So, a man staying at the end, whose name was John Langford, sees them and can tell that they have been traveling, offers to buy them breakfast. And Makaya and Wiley, I guess, like, if anyone's nice to them, they assume that that person has money. <laughs> and so, they're like, okay, we're going to rob him, I guess. They That's l- the only logical option. So they let. How else do you thank someone who's just offered to buy you weary travelers breakfast? Yeah, your pregnant wife, your three pregnant wives breakfast. So they're like, yes, uh, buy us breakfast. Also, uh, let us thank you by, um, can we escort you on your travels to keep you safe? Because, you know, it's dangerous on the roads and, you know, you know. There's bad people out there. <laughs> So people right here too. Yeah. So John agrees and he leaves with them and his body is later found cut open and full of rocks and in some body water. But the innkeeper and a bunch of people at the inn were like, um, he left with two men and three very pregnant women and they went that way. So authorities were able to track down the harps um wives and all and arrested them on christmas day 1798 it's a christmas miracle i know well this is a christmas miracle because so they get arrested they get put into jail separate cells right so while they're in jail all three women have their babies but they're like now separate from their like murderous husbands Mm -hmm. so their babies live so (laughs) Like, literally, the only reason these babies lived is because, like... Because their dads were locked up and couldn't kill them. Exactly. So, the women have their babies. Micaiah and Wiley just escape because jail in the 1700s, I guess, is, like, pretty easy to escape from. Kind of a joke. So, a posse is put together to track them down. But shortly afterwards, um, the son of one of the posse members was found dead, cut open, and filled with rocks. So they were like, oh, never mind. We're not going to look for you guys anymore. Um, in April of 1799, Kentucky Governor James Garand placed a $300 bounty on each brother's head. Which you know this is my favorite game. I was about to say, what is that today? <laughs> it's only about $7,000. Each. Each. And, like, if I, like, if... Is if, that a wanted, dead, or alive situation? I guess. But, like, if someone had just had their kid mysteriously murdered, mm-hmm. I'd be like, for $7,000, no thank you. For... And my child could be murdered? No. Like, for $7,000? Come on, governor of Kentucky. You can put more into that. Come on. Maybe this is why I finished this so quick. Like, I got really into this story. (laughs) I got really worked up. Okay. So, Susan, Maria, and Sarah were put on trial for their involvement in the murders. They pled not guilty, obviously. And they were acquitted, which is good. That's actually a thing that I've been wondering is, like, yeah. did they ever, you know, suffer any kind of Stockholm Syndrome while on their travels? Oh, take a drink. Because <laughs> I'm, you know, realizing, like, they've, I don't know how 
I, I haven't kept track of how much time has actually passed, but it feels like, you know, they've had enough time for at least two pregnancies. Right. That both came to term. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, you didn't specify how many times mm-hmm. they had gotten pregnant, given birth, and then the right. children were then murdered. Right. Um, so, but we only know of, like, what, at least twice. Yeah. That and we don't know if those were, like, at the same time. Right. Right. We just happen to know that at this time they at, were... Yeah, at yeah. This, this one instance... They had, like, a pregnancy pact at this time. Yeah. And then at least once in history for both women at a time, both women were pregnant, gave birth, and the infants were murdered. Yeah. But that might not have been the only instance. And who knows how long they were together before and after that. So... So, yeah, it's a lot of time to spend with people doing things... So it's been, I would say, hold on, let's Especially see. young women in this time who probably didn't have much or any, like, education yeah. or, um, like, any kind of upbringing they had was probably, you know, obey thy husband. Yeah. So for Susan, um, who was the, uh, Susan, or, or sorry, Sarah... Um, the preacher's daughter. Mm-hmm. The potentially only willing. Yeah. Or um, maybe she wasn't willing so much as her father was willing to basically sell yeah. her. Um, so it's only been two years for her because um, that, that was 1797 and it's now 1799. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are not sure because the 1775- to 1781 is is sometime around when Susan and Maria were taken. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, they get let off, and then um, the city is like, oh, we feel bad for you guys, so we'll help you get back to your families. So they give them a single horse, which I was like, for Three women's and three women and three infants. You gave them a single horse. I think the the horse is probably for the infants <laughs> and any other supplies at this point. Yeah, but also, yeah, because I'm like, I don't think they want to be riding a horse right now. Okay, I, I certainly did not. <sighs> so they they gave them a single horse and they were like, go back to your families. So, but the women sold the horse, bought a canoe, and boated down the Ohio River to a spot that had been prearranged to meet Micaiah and Wiley. So, some sources have speculated um, whether they had Stockholm Syndrome or whether they were actually involved. I would like to argue that they, I think they were just scared. Like, I think they were just scared for their lives and that I think that as long as their husbands were alive, that they, you know, they thought they're probably like we could run, but the they'll, they'll kill us. us. Yeah, we've been, we've literally been all they've done since we've been with them is just kill people. So, yeah. After they have been reunited, they all flee north, and Wiley and Micaiah are just killing randomly along the way. Um, they killed two men named Edmonton and Stump. I have no idea who Stump was. 
Um, and then they killed three men that they found camping. One of the characters in Fried Green Tomatoes. <laughs> Stump. Like, I love that they're giving me some names, obviously, that are, like, last names. Mm-hmm. And then they give me Stump. I'm like, come on, guys. Stump. So, they killed at least five people on this, like, journey north. <laughs> and eventually they came upon a natural cave in the bluffs above the Ohio River called, you'll never guess, Cave and Rock. Um, I should have brought a picture of that. It's a real place. And this is where pirate slash gang leader Samuel Mason stayed with his little gang. He was a regular gang leader. Like, this is a regular gang. Um, not like one of those special gangs. Not one of like, the special gangs like we talked about at the beginning. This is a regular gang. Sometimes they were pirates. I'm a cool gang. Not like a regular gang. <laughs> not like yeah. one of those regular gangs. I'm a cool gang. Um, so the brothers and their wives and their three kids that I guess were allowed to live now that they were like children and not infants. Yeah. Um, stayed with the Mason gang. And this gang was known for attacking flatboats as they came down the river. But the brothers were like, we're going to do things different. We're going to kidnap travelers, take them up on top of the bluffs, strip them naked, and then push them off. And this was too brutal for the Mason gang. And so they were like, um, you can't sit with us anymore. You got to go. You can't stay. Uh uh, we have morals. Yeah, they were like, um, we're just robbing people. We're not brutally throwing them off cliffs naked. Um, so they were literally too mean for this gang and they had to leave. So they left and they returned to eastern Tennessee. Again, just killing random people. Um, so here is um, just a list of people that they killed in July of 1798. Does it say where in East Tennessee? <sighs> no. Okay. So they killed a... F- Do you have some? I'm just going to have to go back and check my family tree now. Make sure there's no harps in it. <laughs> well, I got a bunch of last names, so... Maybe they murdered a family member. I mean, just if you, I'll write down the names for you if you want. I'm just go call your dad. Oh, well, your dad's listening. So, yeah. okay, listen. A uh, farmer named Bradbury, a man named Harden, a boy named Coffee, um, a man named William Ballard was found disemboweled and thrown into the river. Uh, James Brassel was found with his throat slashed. So they're switching things up. A man named John Graves and his teenage son were found axed to death. Um, they've moved on to Kentucky, by the way. Um, an entire family and their slaves, um, which was eight people total, were found killed. A little girl, which I don't have much information, possibly she was allegedly cut into pieces after she was killed. Possibly an enslaved child. A man named John Tully. Okay. Hmm. Worst one of all... One day, Susan's baby wouldn't stop crying because it was a baby, and that's what babies do. Well versed in that. And so, uh, Micaiah killed it. Allegedly, this is the only murder he would later claim that he regretted. His own child. So, okay. 
<sighs> All right. So we got through one of them. We're good. It's just one more. Okay. So that was July into August, uh, August of 1798. The brothers went to visit Moses Stiegel near Dixon, Kentucky, because he owed them some money. And Moses wasn't home, but his wife Mary was. And stupid Moses was like, "Don't, uh, Mary, I'll just leave the money with you. And you can just give it to the brothers because it's just like paying your water bill, I guess. So when she opened up her purse to get the money, the brothers saw more money in there. And so they were like, hey, Mary, can we actually just spend the night? And Mary was like, I guess. So Micaiah (laughs) bunked with another guest whose name was Major William Love. And unfortunately, uh, Major Love snored, (laughs) which can relate. Death sentence. Yeah, uh, which was very annoying to Micaiah, uh, and so he killed Major Love with his tomahawk. The next morning, uh, I guess no one wanted to know why Major Love wasn't coming to breakfast. He has a splitting headache. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jared woke up with one of those this morning, although he wasn't snoring last night. We're using nose strips. Those are helping. Hmm. So the next morning... Mary said she couldn't make them breakfast because her baby was sick and wouldn't stop crying. And somehow, Micaiah convinced her that he was really good at getting babies to stop crying. And so... I mean, he is. I mean, he is, but like... They stop crying forever. Yeah, but like, like he is. But also, Mary, don't give your baby to him, please, because... Okay. So she hands him the baby and he takes the baby in the other room and the baby stopped crying. And so Mary makes breakfast. Then she goes to check on the baby and she finds her baby with his throat cut. And when when she screams, the brothers killed her too because she, I guess loud noises are like a trigger for them or something. I don't know. Um, so then they eat breakfast and then they burn the house down. And then there's no more baby killing from here. We're done with that. Things are actually going to look up from here. Okay. Promise. I promise. (laughs) Promise. I promise. Okay. So Moses comes home and finds. No, he comes to the pile of ashes that was. Okay. So he returns and finds this and he figures out what what happens. So he puts together his own posse and he is like, I assume he's like Liam Neeson in. Mm-hmm. Would, I have a special set of skills. Yeah. I will find you. Exactly. So it takes him a year. Um, but on August 24th, 1799, his posse tracks down the harps and they find the wives first. The wives immediately are like, they're over there. Right, right through there, take a left, you'll see him. So they find him. They call for Micaiah and Wiley to surrender, but obviously they refuse. So they start shooting. Wiley gets nicked by a bullet. We all know Wiley. Just invincible. Yeah, gets away. 
Um, Micaiah gets shot in the back, right through that spinal cord, paralyzed from the waist down. So, gotcha, sucker. Not running away from this one. <laughs> yeah, so he gets paralyzed. Moses overpowers him because he does kind of try to fight back. Overpowers him, um, forces him to confess. And so Micaiah confesses to 20 murders. And then while he is still conscious, Moses cuts off his head with a knife. Fair. Yeah. And then Moses puts his head on a tree and displays it at a crossroads near the Steagle cabin, hmm. which is still known today as Harp's Head Road. Which has a nice ring to it. <laughs> that is delightful. I know, right? Harp's and where head. was this? Um, this was in Kentucky. Near okay. Dixon, Kentucky. Okay. All right. So Wiley. Remember, Wiley got away. Mm-hmm. So he's Wiley. Because he's Wiley. So Wiley rejoins the Mason gang. He goes back to Cave and Rock. And he's like, listen, if I promise not to throw anyone off the bluff, can I come back? And they're like, I guess. So he hangs out with them for the next four years. He changes his name to John Sutton or John Sutton, either one. And eventually the Mason gang gets captured. Um, but when they do, Wiley isn't recognized because he had changed his name. And again, because it is um, now the early 1800s, um, jails are still not uh, super great. And so Wiley and Mason both escape. Um, Mason gets shot. Doesn't die necessarily. Might have died from his injuries or Wiley might have killed him. He ends up dead. And Wiley and another gang member who had gotten away decide, hey, we're going to collect the bounty that's on him. Because at this point, there's a $2,000 bounty on Mason's head. Okay. Remember there's only like a $300 bounty? Okay. $2,000 in 1803. $52,000. Yeah. Yeah, I'd collect that one. I probably wouldn't risk my own incarceration for it, but sure. Yeah, but better than $7,000. Good grief. Again, still wouldn't risk my own incarceration for it, but sure. I'm sure Wiley was confident in his new identity as Mr. Sutton. That he, he was just... sure is very confident. So, Wiley just goes on in with not nary a disguise in sight at all, just walks in as himself um with mason's head it's like i'm here to collect the bounty and then someone who wiley had robbed in the past is like um you're wiley harp and he's like no i'm not and then (laughs) okay remember johnson from earlier Mm -hmm. the guy from the bar Mm -hmm. one of his relatives is like oh yeah well wiley harp has a scar under his left nipple from where Johnson stabbed him at the tavern before he was before submerged he was with rocks. And so they check and obviously it was there and so Wiley is arrested. <laughs> he did briefly escape but he was recaptured, <laughs> tried and found guilty and on February 8th, 1804, Wiley Harp was executed by hanging and his head was later removed and placed on a spike as a warning to other outlaws. Okay, the women, (laughs) Susan, Sarah, and Maria. So they were all rescued when the posse tracked down and killed Micaiah. 
I'm assuming because Makai is now dead, they felt a little safer to, like, go along their way. Sarah returned... Easier to outrun or fight off one of them than both of them. Yes. Sarah returned to her family in Knoxville, later remarried and raised a large family. Maria also changed her name, remarried, moved to Illinois, raised a large family. Um, Susan didn't remarry, but she did go on to live a respectable life. So they all were able to, like... Get over their trauma. Yeah, get their lives back. Um, But that is... Keep some of their children. Yeah, keep some of their children. Um, And when you said large family, I'm like, probably making up for the ones they lost. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Not enough cookies in the world, Hannah. I'm... Listen, listen, it was not... No, it was a good story. I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy a good outlaw story. Yeah, that's the story of the Hart Brothers. So, I had fun. I mean, I didn't have fun. But, like, <laughs> I really got into it because I had never heard of them. Me either. And I'm kind of interested because uh, I do have Scottish ancestors that fought in the Revolutionary War. Um, but, like, I'm pretty sure mine fought for, well, I don't know. I'm going to go back and check. Sutherland is our name, not Harp. So, I'm going to go double check that. But, yeah. So, hopefully I'm going to get a bunch of stuff written. I've already done a bunch of my, like, projects. So, yeah. Doing that thing. Now you got research to do during your uh, unpaid vacation. Yeah. I know. And I'm doing that thing. I started with, like, before I... research is free. I know. Before, I was doing that thing where um, I was like, okay, we're about to be poor because, like, I quit my job and, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to be applying to any job that I'm qualified for and, like, I'm just going to take, you know, like, we're just going to cut corn, you know, like, we're mm-hmm. just going to do what we can do and, um, you know, we'll, we'll make it, you know, and then um, as soon as I... I told Jarek that I had gotten the offer on this job because um, he was going to be working overtime. I was like, were you working overtime today? He's like, no, not today. He's like, I'll do that next week. He's like, we're going to go out and celebrate tonight. That's awesome. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I'm not going to be making money for a couple weeks, though. So we do still have a few weeks to – I mean, I do have, I think, another week of a paycheck left. but mm-hmm. But then I probably – yeah. So, but anyways. Well, congratulations. I'm sorry that you were basically backed into such an awful corner. That's fine. That's fine. Sometimes change comes about in ugly ways, but it works out for the best. I am really excited to not be working in healthcare for the first time in seven years because I did not go to school for that. And uh, that's not what your award is for. (laughs) That's not what my award is for. And, uh, it's not really what I ever wanted to do, and, uh, yeah, so. I was looking for my superintendent's award. Oh. Speaking of awards, I was going to pull it out and be like, I did not get straight A's in the spring <laughs> term of 97 to work in healthcare. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. So, my plan, I don't know. I might do some, uh, well, obviously, I've been doing, like, little mini home improvement plans. But what's that? That looks like a bank statement. It's a special order flight simulator. Mmm. Do you own a flight simulator? No. 
This is also only for 38 bucks. Oh. Maybe back in 97, that's how much they cost. No, this is from 88. Ooh. This is from... Huh. This is probably right before my mom found out she was pregnant with me, actually. Ooh. Huh. I can ask what my... my this is your receipt, not an invoice. <laughs> Business land. Just a special order flight simulator. I have no idea. That is weird. My mom is not a pilot. No one would have ever let her up into a plane with her eyesight. It was atrocious, horrible eyesight. I inherited from her, unfortunately. What a suspicious invoice. <laughs> from business land. I wonder... <laughs> business land. <laughs> San Jose, California. My dad likes planes, though. I wonder if this was a... I don't know. It's like a video game. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Is it's probably a computer game. That sounds about dad. like the right price mm-hmm. in eighty eight for a flight simulator business game. Yeah. I don't know. Ask your dad. Or tell us. Dad. <laughs> What's that? Did mom <sighs> buy you a video game? That's a flight for simulator? Christmas. Also, do you still have it? It was also December, early December. Okay. So Yeah. I bet it was a I bet it was a video game. Also, do you still have it? (laughs) If so, can we play it? (laughs) All right. Well, I will try to not have baby murders in the next one. Thank you. Critter and I appreciate it. Listen, don't tell Critter about this, please. Yeah. (laughs) Not even when he's Dante's age and he's going (gasps) to listen to the podcast. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, we'll see everyone next week. Bye. Bye.